0: OK, so it's Saturday, the 18th of July. We're in the Mama Beershara Emporium in London. Uh, this is the Grouchy Club podcast with me, John Fleming, and her... Uh, Kate Copstick. Well, uh, what's left of me? Uh, why, why what's left of you? What's happened? Oh, I just got back from Kenya, scraped myself up off the plane.
1: Communicating flights. Is that what you call them? Flights give me, where you've got give, to Communicating. ...not me to be recommended. Why is that? In order to get the, you know, cheap flights, uh, I didn't fly with British Airways because they're just ridiculously expensive and nobody's friend. I went with Brussels Airlines, which is really quite, really very nice. Food, very good. Lots of it. Um, Belgian chocolate? No. no. Uh, but Sprouts? Uh, no. No. Um, no. No obvious clichés, John, is what I'm trying to say there. No, no obvious clichés that only the saddest and least witty people would would assume. No, very nice.
0: But that's why I'm here, to make you look good.
1: It takes more than you to make me look good, John. I think <laughs> we'll find. Um, and you had to stop off in
0: Burundi or somewhere.
1: Uh, yeah, we went... What uh, news from Burundi? I left, I left home at 3am on the way out. So you go London to Brussels, and then they hurtle you off the plane because you've got like 45 minutes to change planes and everything. Little feet knocked on and ground, kind of down a sideways staircase. But it's really rather good. You get whizzed over to the connecting flight and then that flight goes Brussels to Bujamburu. No, Bujambura. Good night. Mm-hmm. Which, is, which is Burundi. And which seemed very lovely. It was all kind of fields and grass huts and things. It was, it was very sweet. And then Bujambura to Nairobi. Uh, which is, as it always is, and on the way back, uh, it was kind of the same only, obviously, in reverse. But instead of a 45-minute um, stopover in Brussels, it was sort of three and a half hours, and my God, Brussels airport's dull. Jesus titty fucking Christ, it's dull.
0: No clichés, please.
1: There's the, it's so dull, there's a Starbucks. That's the exciting thing, there's a Starbucks. I actually went, oh, great, Starbucks. <laughs> I hate Starbucks. They're dreadful, but they were the best thing about Terminal B. Everybody was really grumpy. The least helpful help man in the world. And, and I spoke to him in French. Well, he's, so probably, that, you he's know. probably
0: Flemish, probably didn't No,
1: no, no, he spoke French to me. And I thought, ha-ha, you're going to scorn me if I speak English. So I spoke French and he bounced his eyebrows, which meant I was doing it all right, but still deeply unhelpful. So I just uh, hung about, and then they changed the gate at the last minute, and anyway, I'm
0: here. And you've come back refreshed and enlivened. No, I've come back half
1: dead, very grumpy, and very, very grateful to Mel Moon, who has been uh, sidelining um, some of her best medication. To me, in my hour of need, and no doubt is perfectly entitled to. Oh, of course, she's perfectly entitled okay. to. It's hers. Okay. Indeed. <coughs> and I'm in my hour of need.
0: You are. And How's
1: she doing? She's um, what do you call it? In? indigo going or p- whatever. P- Everybody's. In, is there anyone in Edinburgh apart from us who's not indigo gold? And if everyone is indigo going,
0: or kickstarted,
1: or kickstarted, other, other brands are is available. It, isn't this? Isn't it all kind of turning a bit amateur night out? It's just like getting your mates to chip in to send you to the festival. Whereas, I, I, I'm just, it's just weird. That's all. Facebook is up to its Facebooky nipples in people asking people for money. And, and you know, it's, well, although me, it seems like do? a it seems like a big world, it's a tiny world, and everyone's just on there going, "Can you give me some money?" If right, you give me money, I'll give you money, and. You know, I need 2,000 to go to the festival. When I was going to the festival, John, you just bloody well sorted it out yourself. As I say, I electroset my own po- I and mean, Now everyone's going, I need at least 500 pounds for my posters. No, you don't. You electroset them.
0: No well, thing. you probably don't you have electrosets. Yes, yes. No,
1: but you can print them out <laughs> on, your, on your computer. You can, yes, print them out, do it all get a bit of get your get your five year old child to do your graphics for you because they're the ones that understand it all.
0: That's think we may indeed do for the grouchy Club because we, Job haven't, we haven't done. no posters for the Grouchy Club, or for the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy awards show on the twenty eighth of August Friday. you have not clocked to one of the o'clock? increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy awards indeed show indeed. Good grief. Am I invited? When I, is it? And where is it, John? Tell me. Pay attention. It was Friday the 28th of August uh, at the County House in Edinburgh, uh, 11 o'clock at night to 1 o'clock the next morning. How marvellous. Will it be fun? Uh, of course it will be fun. And you will be on it? Uh, well, I think probably at the moment you're probably presenting it. Because, oh, right. Uh, oh, how lovely. Because uh, we're, Why? we're working on we having Misbehave and Janie Godley co-present it. I'm Janie Godley's understudy now. Yes, yeah, yeah, so you're, you're second... Oh, fuck that. You're, you're the second, second uh, choice. Uh, no, sounds like I'm the third choice. <laughs> misbehave. So, the mis- misbehave is Janie Godley. Mis- mis- misbehave and then if neither of them can be arsed to turn up, no, no mis- mis- me. Because misbe- I'm cheap and I'm there. Honestly, try and get a word in with her. Misbehaves in a show, uh, which ends at something... Well,
1: we're all in shows, John. I'm in the Grouchy Club.
0: (laughs) And it finishes uh, halfway through our show, so she's going to run hot foot from wherever it is. Oh, great. So this gets
1: even better. Now, I'm on at the beginning to mop up all
0: the, the dull
1: stuff at the beginning when nobody's really in the mood. Once it's all starting to become happy and joyful, I get shunted off the side of the stage while Misbehave takes over.
0: No, you, you will, uh, present, I presume, co-present.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. But, but
0: then, uh, you know, you always present the uh, Markham Hardy Awards, don't well, you? Well, I might
1: not, John. I might not. I might be in a mood.
0: What are you not? Because Claire... I might
1: be worn out from understudying Jamie Bloody Godley.
0: Well, you're not going to be presenting because Claire Hardy this year is coming up for the 10th anniversary of her brother's death. So I'm
1: not even presenting the awards
0: no, now? No, I, I don't know. Frankly, I don't know why you're going up there.
1: I don't know why I came back from Nairobi. They love me in
0: Nairobi. Do they? Well, you... no, they don't. Come Covered love. Have you got an act in Nairobi?
1: Oh, no, there's a thought. Um, you, They're you, pretty starved for comedy. I might be funny there.
0: This, I thought you said there was a comedy I know circuit there is. in. Uh, but, um, uh, are you the creme de la creme of comedy reviewers in the No, but I Nairobi? could be the
1: only white comic in the village. White, female, bisexual. Fuck me, I'm ticking a lot of boxes there, <laughs> if you'll
0: pardon the expression, <laughs> fanar, fanar. You used to be whatever, whatever the correct word for crippled is now, and you're OK.
1: Well, I was crippled until the meds kicked in. Oh, but no, I'm still, you know, lupus is a... I could get a disabled badge if I pushed it.
0: Actually, why don't you get a disabled badge? Because you are in a bad way. Especially for a woman of your age. Well,
1: in a way, I don't have a car, because I don't have a licence. So, what well, I would just... Smack it on the forehead and um. lie down wherever I wanted. Well, there must
0: be some some joy in being disabled. Some whatever the correct word is, disabled somehow. I mean, my mother had only had one hand; she never got anything all the way through her life. She never played for ask anything. the
1: Romina Puma.
0: <gasps> ah, Romina.
1: Yeah, because oh, I oh, bloody hell, I learned a thing or two about Romina being partly oh. disabled. Oh why? Well, oh from, from her Romina. show.
0: From her show. From
1: her show. sex toys she was talking about—they're top of my Christmas list. It's, it's all. Sex. I tell you, anyone. Wants just to open up their minds a little bit, uh, go and see Romina Puma, 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 Uh, not disabled enough, Uh, just fantastic, just hilarious, but very funny, very warm, I enjoyed it a lot, but the the bit where she talks about sex toys for disabled people, I want them all, especially the little, I'm miming here, but I definitely, just fantastic. With the vicar? No, no, no. Oh. I I I think I think that could improve anybody's sex life massively. I
0: think any wheelchair can improve anyone's sex life. I'm not life.
1: talking the wheelchair, John. Uh, she uh. does do the wheelchair Kama Sutra, which looks even more painful than the normal Kama Sutra.
0: But bit more mobile.
1: Yeah. Back to Indiegogo.
0: Or Kickstarter. So
1: or Kickstarter. So Melmoon Mel Moon. doing it. Who else? There's Oh, I know who else because it's a, a show I'm apart from Mel's. Obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, Sarah Franken
0: ah, is indeed. Indigo going now. Uh,
1: so I think that would be fascinating because
0: as Sarah Franken's a new name
1: to me, you're hes smirking at me here in a knowing way, readers, <laughs> listeners, viewers, whatever. I Think that in a previous incarnation as Will Franken, uh, she was a stunning. She was an absolutely stunning, amazing, incredible, just almost unbelievably talented satirist and a character comic. And I don't know about you, John, but I don't think now. Now, well, now she's a woman. You won't like her. Uh, well, Will has come out as transgendered and has become Sarah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not big on the wig. I'm not seen, I I've think not Will the wig. could look better. I don't think he's making the most of herself. Uh, I don't think he's making... Anyway, uh, I might have a word about the wig. It's a very kind of straight, sandy show in the 60s. Uh, but she's got fabulous bone structure. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to be... I can't wait to see the show, because in my experience... Oh, oh, <laughs> which oh, oh, is oh, oh, which is broad Your experience of what? um uh, well i'm talking about comedy here but in my uh, actually no i uh, possibly also about transgendered people um you used to be happiness no no happiness oh. isn't good for comedy no so now that sarah is you know she's out and she's getting a lot of abuse you know is she oh on, on the Facebook. usual not Facebook, but yeah. just the usual articles when you're walking down the street and, yeah. and whatnot. Uh, anyway, she is getting a lot of support, I think, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, although there's probably... I I haven't seen everything that's on her feed, as it were. I'm sure there's abuse in there. But um, now she's kind of out and happy and uh, looking mm. marvellous. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what's happened to what was Will's comedy, because his his comedy was always a lot of edge, a massive amount of edge. And although, of course, it would be it's, it's a wonderful thing that she's happy. <coughs> uh, as a comedy critic, it would be a shame if um, it's it's ruined uh, a great comic.
0: Well, hap- well happiness, as Lewis Shafers proved, as I mentioned him. <laughs> It's, no. not, it's not a good thing. What? No, but have you heard? It's in the news. What? It's you must You've have heard Nazi salutes with the royal family. You must he? have heard. We will come back
1: to Sarah in a minute because I I, I I'm very excited to be seeing her. Lois Schaefer. He's, he's in the Comedian's Theatre Company production. If you read my increasingly prestigious blog, you'd know about this, yes. Well, I knew yes. about that, despite... Or no, uh, otherwise Not without or your indeed, increasingly prestigious blog. Or indeed, if
0: you listened to last week's podcast when you were there, he actually mentioned it there. He was there. Was he on it? He was on it, talk, now, talking about this. that
1: has to be the single greatest risk that any theatrical producer has ever taken, anywhere, anytime. Anyhow, he's, he's,
0: he's playing an old Jewish failed comic, which yeah. is not a risk.
1: No, 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 it is, because the, the, Hello, the massive risk is... I mean, the same with a lot of comics. The same, like, we, we said in a couple of podcasts past, Pat Monaghan is doing a play. Now, the massive risk... Everyone's with doing a play. ...with Pat Monahan yes. in a play is that Pat Monaghan is unconfinable by script. Now, the same thing... may turn up late. And may turn up late, is, and, turn up late <laughs> and just run around the audience hugging people. Um, and the thing with, with Lewis Schaefer is he might just turn into Lewis Schaefer no, and, 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 you know, just be incapable of... Because Lewis has never been great at focus. Focus has never been his strong suit. Has it? You're it,
0: smirking, John. You're giggling. I was, uh, I'm imagining his, his strong suit. It's a very nice suit, and he's had it for about ten years. There we
1: go yes, again. Yes. Straight down obvious alley. I <laughs> set him up, you knock him down, wobbly oh. as they are. But focus has never been Lewis's
0: forte. In fact, he's, 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 he's Cantle showed He's spending lots and lots of time rehearsing and doing a script. Really? He is, yes.
1: Well, that's a very good sign. I mean, I, I think if, he could, if they can make him focus and, and pull him down from out his own arsehole, then I think it, it Sorry, could be Lewis. tremendous. Yeah.
0: Well, and yeah, well, I think he'd be a good actor. He's got a, he's got a, a nice presence, is not he? Oh,
1: phenomenal presence.
0: Yeah, and the trouble is the play is going to be about Lewis Schaefer in New York. But, uh...
1: but it's, I mean, it's the moon landing one, isn't it?
0: Mm. Yes, it says the moon landing never happened. But everyone's doing a play, because my my current housemate, Matt Roper, is doing a play. Is he? What's Matt Roper doing? Well, there's there's a four-hander, and I can't remember the other people in it. It's not
1: Matt Roper and Wilfredo.
0: No, no, it's Matt Roper and then Will Mars, who's who's written a play called uh, Routines, which is about... Uh, Tell uh... me
1: more, tell me more. Sorry, that was just... That was like a... I feel we ought to have more musical stings in this podcast. Uh-huh. I feel
0: like I should be wearing sort of a stiletto heels and doing a Franken... anyway. Um, I'm getting a mental
1: picture here, John, and it's making me quite queasy. Anyway, let's go for that uh, will, will, will sting Frank- again. Tell, Frank- me more, tell me more, tell me more. Da, 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 da. No, 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 that was just. The tell me more. Tell me. This is not going. We should have rehearsed this, we, we shouldn't
0: should, we? we uh, we're, we're, we're doing a tribute. It's an homage to Lewis. We should have frame. rehearsed. We should have rehearsed yeah. this. Uh, 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 so uh, what? Yes, yeah, about uh, routines. So, so Will Mars apparently is a, a, a show called Routines with four comedians in. Only two of which I can remember: Will yeah. Mars and uh, the aforementioned. Uh, uh, Matt, Roper? Matt Roper. that's the word. You nearly
1: forgot him as well, I though. did,
0: whoever he is, yes. Uh, and uh, it, 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 uh, there will be a blog about this eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, front Spit and... Spit it out? It's front and back state. Well, the trouble is, it's... It, it so it's the comedians? it's, it, the,
1: I no, mean,
0: it's... It, it, it sounds very much to me like um, uh, Noises Off, which I've not seen, oh, dear. Uh, by Alan and which indeed Will Mars hasn't seen it and never heard of. But it's, it's about comedians... Uh, performing on stage and being backstage
1: but there's already been a there's a, a play called was it not just called comedians by
0: um oh uh, thingy. i never saw that very
1: uh, very very Griffiths? famous Griffiths? playwright um Griffiths? and I, I think did they not do it on telly as well they oh. did
0: anyway this uh, you mentioned Alfredo, who who's the the character that's played by um, uh, matt roper are
1: people uh, meant to know that
0: well, well, they will do it oh, at this play too because, late.
1: we're terribly yeah, sorry.
0: Because he he goes on stage, which you can see, and performs as Wilfredo. He then goes backstage and, and takes and, out the teeth and is himself. Yes, uh, and so himself. So the, the the basis there is a himself. So so, so okay. the basis of it, I believe, is that uh, comedians can be funnier and more interesting uh, backstage than uh, front stage. Well, that's shite. Uh, and it's partly partly written, but partly improvised. So it'll oh, be different dear. every night. No, I think it'd be interesting. It is running cold. But Matt is phenomenally keen on it. He says it's a masterpiece. He said, but anyway, really, been... except it's been done before. Well, yeah, very possibly. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a re—not even a
1: reimagining. It's a anyway. Well, there we go. There are no new ideas under the sun. No. That's what they say. They're lying, of course, because yeah. there are new ideas.
0: Well, which new ideas are those? Well, I can't think of
1: any of them because they're new. You see, they've not yet been had. Ah, uh, uh, And uh, that's the essence of
0: new, John. Oh. I I'm, I'm floundering. I'm beginning to flounder here. Oh
1: no! I can't. All right, let's go back. So there's
0: loads of comics in at uh, the French in plays. Jeromeira is doing a play, I know nothing about it.
1: Uh, now there's yes, I've been sent. There are there's lots of them going into plays. Uh, oh God, what's
0: Pat Monahan's about?
1: Pat Monahan's. He's written it. It's a play. What he's wrote. Well, that's, yes. I and know. I was talking to. I was, I, I was doing an interview with uh, the marvelous multi-talented and... Unforgettable. Uh, no, unf- uh, what he is unforgettable. Uh, hugely wonderful. Figgy. Robert Downey Jr. look-alike uh, Phil Nicol. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. look-alike? He does look like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> he does look like Robert Downey Jr. When I was on the way over to Nairobi, I was watching a, a film called The Judge oh. with yeah. uh, somebody, 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 somebody... And Robert, Robert Downey Danny Jr. Jr. Yes. And I worked, spent the whole time going, that could be Phil Nickel, you know.
0: Phil Nichol a cuddly little so Robert Downey Jr. is a sort of a large, tall, thin man with an uh, iron exterior. for What you about your glasses? They're very. Should lovely.
1: have gone to Specsavers, John. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're talking to him and the lovely Maggie, Maggie, Maggie May. Nope, uh, yeah. Inchley. I think her second name is anyway. They co-founded. Uh, the Comedian Stage oh, Company. Yeah,
0: which is excellent. Uh,
1: which is absolutely brilliant. And it's doing 10 plays, 10 different shows, 10 plays this year, which is their 10th anniversary. Ooh. And one of the 10 uh, plays is really a collection of plays called Ten. Wow. And it's monologues uh, on the theme of Ten. Well done. Um, one of which stars our own, our very own
0: ten. Lynn Ruth
1: Miller. Oh. Yep. Who's uh, a, but, multiple, a mul- uh, one multiple of, the other of ten? Uh, Pat Monaghan apparently came to Phil and said, uh, why, that's as much as I can do in Iranian. Yeah, yes, in Iranian, yes, 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 why, yes. uh, I've written a play and I'd really like to do it. And Maggie is directing him and he, she says, uh, you know, he really is working very hard, but he keeps saying, maybe I could improvise this bit. <laughs> she keeps saying... No.
0: Or I could hug you at this point. Because,
1: they, you know, I, I, I believe the slot is around 50 minutes, and if, if Pat starts improvising, you're there for the day. <laughs> Strap in, folks, nobody's going home.
0: Uh, and then the hugging begins. The, the Ken Dodd of his generation, plus hugging. Absolutely. Uh,
1: but, no, it's, I, think it's, I think it's great that, um, that, that comedy is kind of, I was going to say Bleeding Out. That doesn't sound good,
0: Dying, dying, no, no. dying off.
1: No, but kind of... Ble- it's spreading like a... Okay. Like a shit stain on the face of the fringe. But no, it's it, it's bleeding into other areas. Um, you know, with... Uh, with comics who are doing not just straight stand-up. Yeah. Um, with the guys who are in plays. And um, I just... I am... I'm, I cannot wait to see uh, Sarah Franken.
0: I can't wait to see Lewis Schaefer. uh,
1: Well, it will be interesting. (laughs) I think it will be fascinating. And bloody good on uh, Phil Nicol, because he's in that as well. What's it called? It's called One Giant Leap. Giant Leap. And Tom Stade's in it, um, who I saw 100 years ago, no, well, 10 years ago, with Phil in True West which was brilliant, which was their first kind of big... The Comedians <laughs> Theatre Company, first big thingy. And um, it's his first time back, Tom. He hasn't done a Comedians Theatre Company production mm-hmm. since then. Oh, yeah. um, I've got to interview him about it. I'm being, I'm being chased the length and breadth of Shepherds Bush <laughs> by his PR person, who shall be nameless.
0: It was the word chased in Kate C- Copstick is seldom heard in one sentence.
1: Chased? <laughs> chased, but... Um, Rarely caught, despite the fact that I'm very, very happy to be. Um, but you're not
0: happy to be chased. Well, it depends it's on the spelling. Not really
1: worth anybody's depends time. Depends on the spelling,
0: doesn't is it? Isn't it? Yeah.
1: That's clear, That's witty. That's very, very nah, witty. Now, nah. what else are we interested in? Because it's a week. A week, and then I'm off up to Edinburgh. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, spending five days with my dad.
0: Uh, where, where is where is your dad? Just
1: outside Edinburgh, in a place called Dureton.
0: Dureton, named yeah. after the whiskey.
1: Uh, no, I think the whiskey was named after it. Oh. It is. It's the Dewar families. The
0: uh, Dewar Tun. It was, the, it was yes. the
1: cottages for their farm workers.
0: Oh, so your, father, your father's cottaging? Uh... My
1: father's cottaging, yep. Yeah. Uh, and so I was going to try and spend some time with them before the festival to gird my loins uh, before moving into our little one-up, one-down. So you're going to be on the... Living room floor.
0: Well, we, are, we are sharing a flat. We are that, sharing yeah, a flat. Uh, uh, so Rumours
1: are going to fly, John. We're just going to have to
0: be prepared for it. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to say I'm turning into a woman or something. Uh, mm. so you're sharing, you're, I you're, could
1: say I'm turning into a woman. That would be just about as believable.
0: <laughs> turning into a cul-de-sac. Uh, you're, you're in a double bed. I'm on the floor next door, and who knows what's happening in the middle.
1: Good, are you uh, sure? Because we could take shots each on the floor. I'm very happy on the floor. I hope anybody's listening. Just in case anyone's listening, I am very happy on the floor.
0: I'm, I'm very happy because I've I got a bad back, of course, having been hit by a truck in 1991, as so I keep saying. Uh, so people don't believe this, but I'm very happy on the floor, and I love floors, and I don't like soft beds. Aha. Uh, uh-huh. Is it a soft bed? No, no, it's You've no. Been in
1: it. So do you know the man who owns this flat personally?
0: No, no, but I've been there the last four years. Tell me it's not far from the nearest bar. Where's the nearest bar? It's not. It's, it's in Edinburgh. It's in Scotland. No, oh, there no, we go. No, nowhere's far from the nearest bar. Oh, well, it's
1: probably quite near the Meadow Bar.
0: Uh, Ish. It's... Uh, I don't think I'll... Well,
1: I know we don't want to give away the location, I particularly. Think li-
0: I don't think I'll... Li- I'll, I'll but, uh, uh, who
1: is it? Oh, it's yes. Mel Moon that's on in the Meadow Bar.
0: It's, it's, it's near the... Is the Meadow Bar happening?
1: I thought it was happening, is it not? I
0: thought something wasn't happening. Oh,
1: no, Mel's upstairs at the counting house.
0: Yes, no, no the Meadow Bar was, was... It was going to be... It was a late addition... Yes, to uh, Alex Petty's... But in fact it fell through because then they decided to do something else with the owners. Oh, no! Uh, so it doesn't affect...
1: I love the Meadow Bar, it's a great venue.
0: Yeah, Anyway, our listeners don't want to know about this. No, anyway, we're, we're staying close to a police station. That's all, that's all I know. Tremendous. Yeah, and, and, and the international pool.
1: Oh, my God, we're that far out? I'll never make it. I need a mobility scooter.
0: Well, you need you need a blue pass first. Actually,
1: I've got um, uh, my personal chauffeur's, who's... Ms. Tanya Lee Davis, is going to be up. She's doing uh, Abnormally Funny People. Tanya Lee Davis, as seen on the John Bishop show. Uh, and... She's going to be doing abnormally funny people, and then she's doing uh, a
0: week of her
1: own show
0: in the last week. Uh, abnormally funny people, also the subject of an upcoming blog. Uh, and doing, Is it? And Who doing, have you been talking to? I'm um, uh, talking to um, uh, two of the people involved. Oh really? No. Why, no, why can't you tell me? Because I've forgotten temporarily. Uh, Simon and Minty and them. Um, this uh, car? No. And, oh. uh, and the token uh, non non non. Oh, Steve person. Best. Steve Best. I like
1: so. Uh, because they've got... Um, it's good in that they've got a kind of rolling line-up, and it's bad in that yeah. they've got a kind of rolling line because they've got some of the people from um, uh, the... A lot of people from the original, but
0: they're not all there all the time. Yeah. And the originals were tremendous. Yes, yeah. it's been billed as a 10th anniversary show. Yeah. And the second time they played Edinburgh.
1: Yes, and, and, it, and both of which is true, both of which is true. But most importantly, having Tanya Lee up in Edinburgh means that I can get a lift home when I'm too drunk to walk.
0: Well, is she free every night?
1: She, she bloody well better be. She's too small to argue with me. <laughs> but it, um, I think... Her own is going to be fantastic. She's kind of on the crest of a wave of confidence. Well,
0: when are you coming back and doing your own show, apart from the Cheek Club, a, a pro- <laughs> proper, 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 proper show?
1: Uh,
0: uh, when, was your last, when was your last proper solo show?
1: My last proper solo show? Uh, I think the last, t- the last time I was in Edinburgh, it was a, an ensemble show. I, I think this pra- probably and doesn't
0: count as a solo show. No, though.
1: and the time before that, it was a two-hander. I did...
0: Uh, Dicing with did death? I
1: bring *Dicing with Death*? It was a culinary comedy murder mystery.
0: Uh-huh. We,
1: uh, two of us, played twenty-four parts, solved uh, a serial murder mystery, and cooked and served a themed buffet to the audience. It was pretty damned. Good. The future of comedy is here. Was... That's what the *Independent* said about me. The future of comedy. Is here. Which century was this? I know, don't... Well, it's just shows. Never believe what the critics say. I'm wrong. Was it last century? No. Uh, Yes, it was last century, actually. Gosh, yes. (laughs) Yes, it was 1991. Uh, And I did... I popped up in another show, singing, a musical comedy show. But no, my last solo show, I did it at the German Street Theatre. I did it in New York. um, At Don't Tell Mamas. I never... Uh, I didn't bring it up to Edinburgh. It wasn't. It wasn't stand. It was kind of. Uh, it was stand-up and songs. It was more kind of cabaret. It was called hardly camp at all.
0: Well, what sort of songs would these be?
1: These would be uh, show tunes, John. Show tunes. Uh, a lot of them were parodied. Parodied show, show tunes. Parodied Sondheim with the uh, the okay old Stephen Sondheim ooh. himself, ooh, ooh. who listened to them and said he liked them. Uh, you actually performed in front of him? Uh, I, he had a tape. I was, doing a, I was doing a musical, one of his musicals, and somebody told him that I had a one-woman show where I did a lot of parodies of his songs. And we were in a taxi together, and he kind of said very pointedly that, uh, you know, gazing straight at me, that he wasn't really happy about people parodying his songs unless the parodies were at least as funny, if not funnier, than the original. And I gave him a tape, and he went, No, they're fine, they're very funny.
0: And he then stopped writing because he couldn't Uh, compute. Well, that was it, yes. He Uh, gave up uh, then, uh,
1: tears uh, in his eyes. uh, He said, No, I pass over the mantle of Indeed. No, he didn't. Can you remember any of these parodies? Yes, I can. Uh, They're etched on my brain. And you're going to
0: now perform one? No, I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. But I did, I got, I nearly. You you can't tease the audience like this. No, no, no.
1: They exist, they all exist on tape somewhere. But I did, um, when I did the first incarnation of the show, which would have been mid-90s...
0: But when you were in your mid-90s...
1: Thank you, John. Uh, I... It was all West End parody. It was a bit like uh, the show called Forbidden Broadway in New York. So this was a little bit like a one-person Forbidden Broadway. And one of... The the big finale was a a ruthless parody of Any Dream Will Do. Uh, Because at the time... um, uh, Joseph in his amazing Technicolor whatnot uh, had opened to the West End with Jason Donovan. And at the time, that was when there was the big hoo-ha with... Was it the, I think it was the Face magazine who had said he was gay and...
0: Incorrectly, obviously.
1: ...court yes. and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So the 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 gist, sorry, the gist of the parody was a, a, a not particularly... Subtle, but hilariously funny, um, dig at Jason's
0: sexuality. A- alleged sexuality, yes.
1: No, he has a sexuality. <laughs> Everyone has a sexuality, can, John. Can you remember the words? Yes, I can. And how do they go? Uh, I'm not going to sing them because they're probably, A, they're probably libelous and B, Andrew Lloyd Webber doesn't like you singing these songs without uh, permission. But.
0: But you can say them.
1: I yes. used to. Um, uh, I stopped doing, when, when the, the show closed, I stopped doing the song as the big finale because it was, and I did a huge, a big fundraiser at Madame Jojo's. And uh, oh, I was on stage with Richard O'Brien. Oh, wow. Oh, my God, I sang with Richard O'Brien.
0: Oh! Who, who created the Rocky Horror Show? So excited.
1: Anyway, um, I did my chunk and then somebody offered me 250 quid for the charity. If I would sing this song. So I did. And right at the end, because all the queens joined in, because everyone knew it by that time, and I looked down, and there was Jason Donovan. And I just, and I, my pianist, sorry, pianist uh, I was like, pianist. And I just saw his face change colour. Thank you very much, good night, ladies and gentlemen. We are oh my God, we're good. We're dead, we're dead, we're dead. He's going to stew it was horrendous. We were, we were tricked into it. This, oh. And uh, I went for a stiff drink in the performer's bar and there he was, except that it was a looky likey oh, which no. someone had got because they thought it would be absolutely <laughs> fucking hilarious. Because in the, in the court case, Jason Donovan actually said that it was all, all the, the, the the nasturtiums cast on his sexuality were having a, a deleterious effect and blah, blah, blah. And he said, because there is someone doing the rounds, doing a song, the, uh, a version of Any Dream Will Do, uh, the tagline of which is Any Queen Will Do, and it's all about me, God, they coming to, I was crapping it for a while because I thought, Oh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's gonna get me, <laughs> Jason Donovan's gonna get me. But uh, no, 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 it all, it all blew over. And how we laughed uh, after I'd mopped up when we discovered it was just a, a looky likey. It was a very good looky likey. Mm. But I, I genuinely thought I was done for. But I wasn't. And I lived to do the Grouchy Club podcast with you, John. Mm. On Sunday, the 18th of July, 2015.
0: But sadly, I think you're probably, your career's probably peaked now, though, hasn't it? <laughs>